Spill it is true stories told in front of an audience. Everyone has a story. Are you ready to spill it? I'm Josh Campbell of Spill It. Today's stories are from our Spill It Slam event, Summer Lovin', held June 30th at Black Lodge Video. Our Spill It Slam winners and runners up go on to compete at the Spill It Grand Slam in November. The winners of this event were Kelly Amos and Meredith Hoth. Hey, y'all. How many of y'all went to summer camp? Anybody? Do you have a boyfriend or girlfriend at summer camp? No? Damn, sounds like you sucked. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. This is a story about my first love at summer camp and also how I developed a taste for vengeance. Um, so, number one, I grew up in a single parent household. So, we didn't always have a lot, but my mom busted it to give us everything that she could. Number two is that I have type 1 diabetes. So diagnosed at three years old, my mom did everything she could to gain resources, learn how to take care of me, and that means that I started going to a support group for parents and kids called Hot Shots, which is adorable. Um, and through Hot Shots, my mom learned about a summer camp just for kids with diabetes. So the first year I went, I was seven years old. And growing up in the city, I, I wasn't sure what to expect, um, but we drive into this little town outside Oxford and everything is just green and verdant and it looks so happy and all these kids are running around. And I'm thinking like, okay, this, this could be cool, this could be cool. But just as we're arriving, I'm unloading my suitcases and like a lot of other scenarios, I'm becoming very aware that my clothes aren't as new as some of these kids and my luggage doesn't match and my sheets are probably gonna be really embarrassing um, when we get to that point. So I'm left, they cleave me from my mother, she gets back in the Windstar minivan and I'm alone. And I'm looking around and I'm really unsure how to jump in, how to connect. And I hear a little voice from behind me that has a very familiar, very comforting accent. And he said, hi, my name's Derry McKnight, and I think you're real pretty. And Derry and I became best friends, instantly best friends. And we would go home over the summers and we would write each other letters until we got old enough that his mama didn't cuss at me for a girl calling him on the telephone. Um, <laughs> And our relationship really went to the next step on the third summer in a row that I came to camp. And I said, Derry, um, I think we should be in the talent show this year. <laughs> and he said, what do you have in mind? And I said, I know all, all of the choreography to hit me, baby, one more time. So the end of that week comes, and we're up there just. <laughs> just me and Derry, lip syncing our hearts out. Cabin one and cabin four, holding it down. <laughs> and, you know, he took a lot of heat for that. 
he stood beside me. Um, and when another boy called him a very derogatory word that I will not use, he clocked Lucas right in the mouth, and that was the minute that I knew I love that boy. It was not for another two summers after that, I think we were 11 or 12, that um, after getting my ass whooped for overrunning my, my cell phone minutes for talking to Derry, not on nights and weekends, <laughs> that our lips made first contact after Wednesday night chapel service. I just knew, I just knew in my heart of hearts that at the dance at the very end of the week, Derry was going to ask me to be his girlfriend. Until on Thursday night after chapel service, I saw Derry kissing Aubrey. Hateful. The thing about summer camp uh, that I realized as an adult is that it's just a lot of children supervising other children. At that time, I thought that my counselors were adults. They were 17. And I think that Derry's counselor might have also been kissing somebody else after Thursday night chapel service. So when I told her how broken my heart was, she said, I have a plan. When you drive into Camp Hopewell, there is a horseshoe of resplendent summer joy, a gazebo flanked by a giant oak tree with a swing, followed by a trail leading to a very quaint, precious church, but right dead center is the heart of camp, which is the mess hall, and outside the mess hall, there's about a nine-foot bell that's rung to call for meals, to call for chapel service, to call really anything significant throughout the day. And this 17-year-old girl looked me right in my face and said the most exhilarating thing anybody's ever said to me this day, and I'm 33. She said, we're going to hang that boy's underwear on the bell. So Friday night after chapel service, while the boys are in the mess hall having a little snack before Betty by time, cabin four snuck all the way inside of cabin one. Five of us on a sneak mission, she said, I want you to grab one pair only of underpants out of every suitcase you see in this cabin. And then Saturday morning, the day that everybody's parents would arrive to pick them up from camp, we got up an hour before breakfast service, walked all the way down to the front of the camp and hung one pair of each boy's underpants on the bell. And we waited, and we waited, and slowly every cabin comes trickling down, and people start to notice, and they start to laugh, and everybody's guessing which pair belongs to who? And then I see it. Here comes cabin one. My heart is full. I'm on the edge of my seat. How red will he turn? How bad will he feel? And then I hear it like a siren. <laughs> All the way across the courtyard, another bell 
Another boy yells, Mary, your skivvies are on the bell. And that's when I knew I'll always find a way to get to Ringe. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Spill It podcast. Just a quick rundown of our upcoming events. On July 28th, we will be having an event with Just City. Just City Center Stage, Little Did I Know. Then following on August 26th, we'll be doing our new Memphis Educators event. And then September 22nd will be our next Slam event back at Black Lodge Video. And then November 17th is our Grand Slam event, which will culminate our Spill It calendar for the year. It's summer 2013, and I just got out of a really horrible relationship where I was controlled very badly by my boyfriend, and I was broke and in hair school and just not having a very good time. And my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, was following me around. I noticed him driving around like where I went and it really freaked me out. So one day when I was off of school, I went to go visit my friend Molly in Collierville. I never went out to Collierville, but I was desperate. And when we went out there, we went to Target, and I saw this guy working in the electronics section, and I was like, oh, he's hot. (laughs) And that was it. I didn't talk to him, I didn't say nothing to him, I just turned to Molly, acknowledged his hotness, and kept walking. The next day, he followed me on Instagram, and I was like, did he see me? And how would he have found my handle? And we just started commenting back and forth on each other's, I didn't follow him back for the record. I wanted to keep him on his toes. (laughs) But uh, we kept commenting back and forth on each other's pictures for like a couple of weeks. And then he has his full name on Facebook. So I added him. I waited a week for him to ask me out. He didn't. (laughs) And so I messaged him and I said, hey, all we do is post about how lonely we are. So why don't we hang out? And he was like, okay. And I, first of all, I was like, come pick me up and take, and we'll like go do something together. This was a, str- I've never met this man. I just saw him in person, so I knew he was real at least, I guess. But he came to my parents' house and picked me up, and we went to SPR. <laughs> and I made sure to say that it was a date while we were there. You know, we gotta clarify. I wanted to make sure, but I asked him, I said, so you saw me that day at Target, and he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I was at your Target, and I saw you, and the next day, you followed me on Instagram. He was like, I did not see you. This is my first time seeing you in person. I'm, it must be like a complete coincidence that I followed you the next day, and I was like, that's really crazy. Um, So that was August of 2013, and we are still together 10 years later. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, been together, it'll be 10 years, obviously in August, and we've been married for four years in October. Yeah, thanks.
But yeah, shoot your shot, ladies. <laughs> Message these men. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to Spill It. If you're interested in having an event or telling your story, reach out to us at spillitstories at gmail.com.